1: Sharp Tongue Podcast. We're here um, inconsistently, but that is the nature of the beast sometimes. We're trying to make this out every Tuesday, and sometimes it's on a Wednesday. Sometimes it's on a Thursday. Once in a while, it's on a Friday at 3 o'clock in the morning when I'm drunk and lonely and decide to talk into my microphone because it's my only friend that I can find. But we're here. uh, We're trying to make it work out. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, Shows coming up I forget to do that Off the top In case you guys Just tune in To try and stalk me And I appreciate that I am going to be In Missouri At the University of Science and Technology March 3rd I think Is it March 3rd See I don't even know Where the fuck I am Half the time March 2nd Look at that Good thing it wasn't The 3rd But you have to be A student to be there If you're a grown ass Man alone with a jacket and nothing else on, you can come in as well. Just to, You'll have to hang out in the green room. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be in Bloomington, Minnesota at the House of Comedy March 3rd through the 5th. Um, and then I'm going to go home and meet my new nephew. So bye, everybody. I'm going to be home holding a baby and hopefully my ovaries won't trick me into pregnancy. Because I don't know if that's a road that I want to drive down. Uh, I'm going to be in Tampa at the Tampa Improv March 11th, 12th, and 13th. Um, If you don't want to venture out of your house, you want to be a couch potato and stuff your face with food, I'm going to be on your TVs, on the OWN Network, on a new show with Rev Run and Tyrese called It's Not You, It's Men. We break down relationships. We talk about what women do wrong, what men do wrong, what we do wrong, and how we can fix it so everybody's private parts are happy. So, we cry from our private parts and not our eyes because that's the fun cry, right, everybody? Um, And then I'm going to be in Zanies uh, in Nashville at the Zanies in Nashville March 18th, 19th, and 20th. You can find me, it's not hard to do. Um, I just got back from Ternary, Michigan, where I was racing outhouses. And that's something that you guys will see on your TV soon. I can't say too much about it, but just to break it down. I was in an outhouse being pushed in the snow in the middle of Michigan. So there's me. You can find me. And I'm so excited about today's episode because we're going right in the line of something that I'm obsessed with. I've always been obsessed with ghosts. Uh, I have two amazing people here with me who I was supposed to go on a ghost hunt with last night, but it's okay. Cause the good thing about ghosts is I feel like they're always there. I have with me Nick Groff and Katrina Weidman. Am I saying that right? Weidman, Weidman of yep. <laughs> course. Weidman, how you guys doing? Okay. Awesome, doing good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So
0: tell me about last night,
1: because she was starting to tell me, Katrina yeah. was starting to tell me about some occurrences. It was,
0: so we went to David Oman's house, which is a couple doors down from where Sharon Tate had lived when um, she was murdered. Which was brutal. Uh, it was yeah. horrible. That was brutal. Yeah, and it's even more disgusting when you see like the the area and what they had to do to gain access to the house, and uh, just how small the the street is, and just how you know there were five people murdered there, and like nobody was there to help. them. Nobody was there is to that, help them. Can you yeah. give people just
1: like a little uh, backstory on the Sharon Tate? Mm-hmm. Do you, what happened just, with that? Could yeah, you do
0: it's, that? It's mainly, you know, Manson was angry at everybody at Hollywood, and he sent some of his family to Sharon Tate's house, and um, I believe it was four members, um, and I can't remember their names off the top of the head, but it was the guy and three girls. and Which um, is okay. We don't even need to say their r- right, names. Right. No. Not, not that they're not, not google <laughs> <Right. laughs> But, um, you know, they gained access to their house, and they killed all, all of them um, horribly. Just cold, you, blood, cold blood craziness. Yeah, 1969. I believe August Yeah, 9th, I think it was. Um, and, um, you know, Sharon, uh, was, I think eight months pregnant at the time. And she just, you know, as the story goes, she just begged for her baby's life. Oh, my God. Her life. Just please like, don't kill my baby. And
2: what's creepy about that too, is a lot of people have seen a pregnant woman running down that road from the gate where the house used to be and just disappear.
1: My whole body just turned into chills. And what's even
2: creepier is they describe her as being a pregnant woman. Coming down the coming down the street, screaming and just bloody.
1: Oh my god. Can you
2: imagine that? Like
1: it, that that's like just Manson's whole that was like the, the precipice of his whole reign, wasn't it? Right. That the, the Sharon Tate situation. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that kinda of like the kickoff of his whole Yeah, you know, cult
0: following situation?
2: It's crazy yeah, what people had, can do.
0: Yeah. It I is mean, with he, the mind. Yeah, totally. He was a very, I mean, he's a very dangerous man, obviously. You and know? he almost got
1: engaged at like 19 year old. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. I don't know why she called it yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why do you even call it on? Yeah, I, I don't even question her calling it off. How'd you even get to the point where you had to call it on? Seriously. So this house that you guys went to last yeah. night was two doors down from a couple that. doors down. And so um, it was like the, the evil kind of trickled down? Like is it sort of like a well, bad spirit just, thing?
0: You know, sometimes spirits can travel and sometimes activity can travel. And sometimes it depends on, you know, the people who are there in that environment. Some people just attract it to them. Yeah. And sometimes it depends on the environment itself, which what what seems to kind of be the case in David Omen's house he has um really high levels of electra- electronic magnetic fields, which we know that that can induce paranormal activity, and it also seems like um it can attract it. You know, so- why is
1: is there any explanation as to why the electromagnetic field is so uh, consistent with ghosts and connection? Is there any like sort of. Well, Reason we, you guys think why that happens? Well,
2: we all produce some sort of energy. I mean, we produce electrical. Might come out in farts. <laughs> well, exactly. But if you think of that energy. Terms, yeah, no, exactly. Because you won't the see me as a ghost; you consume, you'll smell me. Yeah, ex- well, yeah, that's it. You consume food, and we release it, <laughs> right, right? Yeah. But all that food that you're consuming turns into electrical impulse. So you have your cells, your muscles, everything right. works in electricity. So when the body dies, that electricity is it resonates outward. Right. Energy can't be destroyed. The fact is, we're all going to die. Right, just
1: change it transforms into something else. It transforms into right. something. Mm-hmm. And
2: sometimes that energy and that electricity lingers in more dramatic deaths like the Sharon Tate murder, I think it's lingering there, which is revolving around high EMFs, electromagnetic fields, which attracts like a magnet. So these energies that makes sense, get, are
1: attracted yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I know people always try and debunk everything. People try and debunk religion. They try and debunk mm-hmm. evolution. And you know, there are scientific explanations for certain things, but if you can't Wholeheartedly Prove it wrong Just kind of Go with it And you know Embrace it a little That's my mentality that's a great
0: point too Because nobody's ever been Able to prove That the paranormal Doesn't exist You know We're just not able To prove at this point That it does exist, but we know that something's happening. People are having experiences. They've been having them for hundreds of years, you know, and we just, we haven't had the proper technology, but Nick and I, we do use um, a new camera. It's a 6K camera. Uh, yeah. And I heard about you guys using some, you're venturing into some new technology. The highest resolution yeah. possible to date, So we and changed that's the IR exciting. sensor. Yeah. And because of that, we've been capturing really amazing visual evidence, which you'll see on our show. And it, you know, and it just begs the question, you know, maybe it's been there the whole time, and we just haven't <laughs> the had technology. Well, yeah, because if you
2: think about it, we've been shooting in like infrared for yeah. the last I don't know years. So now we're actually shooting in the the best dynamics of light. We're shooting in all dynamics of light plus infrared. So that's crazy. Six K. Mm-hmm. So anything we see in high definition, we can punch in in full scale. And there's no more pixelation. There's no more just green tint, black and white. Yeah, tint. it's full color so what our see, if we turned off all the lights in here what our see plus infrared on top of that that's so wild stuff that we've never seen before
1: yeah can you imagine if technology was like the one barrier between us really being able to see like i just yeah. got a flash of a movie i forget what it was maybe you guys will know because i don't know if you guys watch horror movies oh yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. so we'll have to yeah. talk about that Let's talk horror and we're movies gonna have day. to revisit what happened last night but i just got an image of somebody putting like looking at it is a movie where they were looking to try and find ghosts, and then they put the goggles on, and then they could see. Oh,
2: thirteen ghosts.
1: Thirteen ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah where you could see through, like yeah. it was a realm
2: technology where you could actually see the ghost, yeah, so you didn't yeah. Know where ghosts. Yeah, there was
1: fun. Yeah, like, <laughs> 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 all like the different rooms and yeah. all the. Di- it was cool. I
2: love that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who
0: was there? Was like a weird comedic actor. Was it? Um, oh, the guy who little did, yeah. short guy. He did um, Monk. What was that the yeah, guy? Yeah, was not? Wasn't he a Knight
2: of the Roxbury, too? Yes, he was. Will Ferrell. Oh come on.
0: What's his name? Do you know what his
1: name is?
2: Tony Shalhoub. Tony Uh, (laughs) Shalhoub.
1: But I just got that image of like, you know, seeing just being limited by the technology, which is really interesting because like when you think about... All the older ghost shows and any of the videos that sort of people put on the Internet, mm-hmm. the one thing you're like, well, I can't really tell what that is. Yep. It could be a ghost or it could just be a piece of, you know, chocolate right. smudge on your camera. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it <laughs>
2: chocolate is. Chocolate smudge. <laughs> so was awfully hungry that day. I like, smeared
1: it. <laughs> so did you guys use this camera last night?
0: No. Not yet. No. But we um last night at the Omen House what we were having happen was uh the lights we were like we were all feeling like just a lot of pressure, like heaviness on our heads, on our chest and which is consistent with yeah. high levels of emf. Um if you go into like a club that has a bunch of dj equipment some people feel that and it's because of the emf that the equipment's giving.
1: And is that a sensitivity is that something like if you feel that then you're maybe more prone to experiencing things? It kind of seems that way. I mean, For I don't us. know
0: if there's like a science. I don't think there's like a scientific way to prove that right now, but there I mean, people that I've met throughout my career and Nick, I'm sure you too, mm-hmm. it, it seems like the people that are more sensitive to it You know, you talk to them and they're like, you know, I've always had paranormal experiences. So it... We That's interesting, question, right? You wonder if you could just do like a, a clinical
1: study and see what types of characteristics are common with people who experience things, because not mm. everybody does,
2: right? Well, they've done that though, like um, big tech schools and, and colleges in the government have actually gotten into mm-hmm. that, like the psyche, the mo, the mind, and into the, brain. the paranormal. Yeah, oh yeah, big UCLA. time. They don't like discussing paranormal, right? Because it's so paranormal. taboo, but right. exactly. But it- there is a science behind, it. there's certain things that actually do make the body um, affect in different environments so we all like our bodies are all made up of different dna strands but we all ha- affect differently yeah. in those environments like it might not affect you in high levels of emf but it could affect me
1: that's interesting like i
2: felt my stomach in knots like two hands were in some my stomach just ripping out last night yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. every time i go there when i step foot on that property every time it like, like a affects visceral me really bad
1: and is it like so how many now how did you guys meet first of all We just sort of knew each other. Yeah, it was. was Are you guys a thing? Are you guys a? What a thing Uh, for paranormal lockdown. (laughs) Paranormal lockdown sounds like it could also be like a porn. uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a ghost porn. Spectrophilia. Spectrophilia. That's
2: great. I know. Locked in seventy-two hours.
1: The the ghost is locked in my vagina (laughs) for seventy-two hours. Only one way to get it out. What's more haunted? The ghost or my vagina. (laughs) Find out coming up. Paranormal lockdown That's awesome So you guys are a thing well, no, no 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 Friends We're, we're, friends. we're, we're okay, really really good, good friends. friends I
2: consider her my sister That's Mama great As uh, so like brother sister Yeah especially if oh, you guys yeah. Have
1: this like bond Over something Wait, Wicked bad. Yeah. I, mm. I call this the, uh, This sort of um, topic It falls under the umbrella Of nerdum.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. You know, like, yeah. It just yeah.
1: it's right in there, you know, with like people loving Star Trek and whatever mm-hmm. else your little thing is. I think ghost stuff <laughs> is totally under that umbrella. Yeah. And that's a nice thing to have like a bond with somebody about yeah. it because some people talk crap about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, Absolutely. and then and then you have an experience and you could be a tough ass motherfucker oh, but yeah. you have one of these experiences that'll mm-hmm. make you piss your pants.
2: Yeah. I've seen a UFC fighter. Jack guy won tons of matches, and I was there with them. And we get a voice comes through, and some crazy shit happened. <laughs> and this guy's like, "I'm fucking out of here." He just ran for it. I'm like, "Dude, you're like, you're like, oh, your dog's Chaplin's running around at your feet. Hugs, He's running. getting yeah, scared. I, I was like, "Whoa, who's that under my leg?" It's my
0: ghost.
1: <laughs> my dog Chaplin's just running around in here. Yeah. Sorry, he just gave me a little
2: rub on the leg. That was nice. Um, yeah, so it's really funny seeing people break down. I always say you can be the toughest, strongest individual in this world world but the things that you don't fully understand that you can't fight back at yeah I think that's where it gets really scary sometimes because yeah. we don't always know who we're actually communicating with on the other right. side might
1: not have anything to do with whatever occurrence caused it no, to be haunted in
2: the first out. place no.
1: right and
0: that's, that's the thing like we still don't even though I mean we believe in the paranormal because of what we've seen and what we've experienced we know that something is there and you know we've been as a society as people we've defined these things a ghost is this a right spirit is this a demon is this but we don't really know what these things are. We've just assigned names and definitions to them. And we use them in the field, but if we discover something, you know, as we're which is what we're we're out to do is discover something new and to gather evidence, um, you know, those definitions could change. Mm -hmm. Totally could change. Yeah. And
1: it it's sort of like there's a spectrum of what comes through for you guys, I'm sure. And it's never one consistent Orb,
2: or right. you know, no, whatever
1: manifestation is in front of you. It's I'm sure it sort of is different every time. Yeah, it
2: is. And I always thought like, whoa, that's the experience I was looking for. That's it. Nothing can top this. And then. Yeah, A next location, so, something tops it.
1: Did something happen for you guys as children to sort of, like for me, I'm a comedian, yeah. I was funny, you know, I had tragic <laughs> things happen to me and yeah. I found a way to make it funny. So mm-hmm. there's a certain consistent, you know, continuity between what happens as a kid to make you find your career. Is that
0: the same for you guys, you think? Yeah, it's, you know, I kind of had the typical story. I grew up in haunted houses, and so, you know, I just kept at having these experiences. And... Mine were haunted by parental neglect.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Similar. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> the ghosts were alive in my house.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was just, yeah, I mean, just, you know, kept having those experiences, and I really don't have anybody to talk to about it, you know. Like um, at a young age, did you yeah, experience stuff? Oh, yeah, totally. And I was, like, totally that girl. I'm like, let's have a slumber party, you Break out the Ouija board and like girls yeah. would like go home from crying. my house crying and like never talk to me again. <laughs> like, oh. Was your hair dark <laughs> then so too? Because you have that like dark hair, or, like the Wednesday yeah. Adams. She's yeah, like, like, come in. Yeah.
2: She's just yeah. like rising off the floor. All my friends you're, are like, fuck this. I'm out you're of here. On the <laughs> you guys
0: want chocolate milk? <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Chocolate milk. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> so that's how it was for me. And then it was this. you know, I found, um, I actually joined a club in college. It was like a paranormal club. That's dope. And, yeah. And yeah. so then it just sort of led into everything that I do now. Where'd you um, go to college? Penn State. That's mm-hmm. aw- in Penn yeah. Pennsylvania. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. so old. There's so yeah. many buildings there, I'm sure, that, you know,
1: have all sorts of activity. And so you yeah. went to Penn State and they had a, a club that yeah. the college
0: yeah. provided? Uh, well, like you could like or start it was like you made your own made That's cool. Yeah, and so somebody had started their own club. And so I I joined and it just felt everything just kind of led into that. Did you guys hunt? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah.
1: So. I would fail
0: all my other classes.
2: <laughs> I'm joining the paranormal gang. <laughs> yeah. Screw you classes. I know. That's what she is doing. Yeah,
0: basically. And we, I mean, you had, I mean, ever since you were a kid, you've yeah, had things I, happen too. Yeah, what oh, was I it your kid's weird situation? Um,
2: Want to get Very, to very, very hyperactive. <laughs> very ADD specifics. all over the place. As you kid. as a kid? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wicked crazy. I would be that kid who was like, oh, I'm going to swing off that tree branch. Yeah. I'm going to jump off the, the roof of my house. You know, just yeah. wild kid. And my mom would say, go in the woods for like hours. Don't come back. Go in the woods. Oh, I, that's what <laughs> that's she was telling me. Where'd you grow up? Uh, New Hampshire. Okay. A so lot England, of woods. Outside of Boston. Yeah. And that's all you do. You like go yep. in the woods and get in trouble. And also very old. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Crazy history. And uh, when I was about eight years old, I was waiting for my sister to get out from swimming. And it was like a boys' club or whatever. And I was outside, and I decided to climb a tree. Don't ask me why. And there was <laughs>
1: hyperactivity a, kicking in.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a fence underneath with a cyclone, you know, hooks at the top of yep. the fence. And I get up to this branch, and I decide to swing off the from the branch, and it snaps, and I just fall. I remember hitting the ground, waking up, and just looking around, and nobody was around. It was my mom, like way far away from me, reading her book. She didn't know. And I remember just getting up and looking at her, and my body was in shock. And I didn't realize at the time, but I ripped my whole side of my arm open. Is that what that scar's from? Yeah. Holy so shit. The whole side, it was like a hundred stitches and I almost died. Like doctor said, you were half an inch away from your artery. You could have bled out. And if your mom wasn't there, what happened is I get up and I see her and I'm like, I I, I said, I love you. And I just passed out and I got back up one more time. And I saw her like get off the uh, the bench where she was reading her book and run at me. And I still get goosebumps because I feel like, these this moment in time changed my life forever and put me on kind of this paranormal quest. Yeah. Even if that had nothing to do with the paranormal, it put something in my direction to search out certain things that made me understand maybe I'm more sensitive from Your that. Mortality. Looking back on it now... I feel like we're all put on a certain quest. Like you were talking about as a kid, you became a comedian. This is what you, you were meant to do this right. in your life for these reasons. And who knew we would be sitting here talking about the mm-hmm. paranormal and all right. these things right now, life and death and this craziness that took us on this adventure to where we are right now. But I really believe that people's paths cross for certain reasons. I do too. And we're all destined for some purpose. And we all find it kind of fall off that path sometimes. Yeah. We always get back on it. And I feel like I'm in the most positive part of my life right now yeah. with doing Paranormal Lockdown and, and teaming up with this wonderful yeah, and lady. Yeah, so then how yeah. did you
1: guys, where did your cro- your paths cross? Um, how did you guys come I into I just called her, I said, yeah. yo, it's Nick Ross. <laughs> yeah.
0: What's
2: up,
1: girl? And then I called
2: some ghosts.
0: I You're like, myself. wait a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And so how long have you guys been partnered up now? Um well we partnered up this last For a year. While. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. But we've known each other. We've crossed paths and Yeah, and kind she of was, worked
0: on similar things. And, and she came
2: out to one of my events and yeah. we, it's like, you know, when you meet somebody and you just hit it off yep. and you're like, there's like an
0: energy. There's like just, just a connectivity, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's that was how it. it was. It was like our second conversation. We were both like so um like
2: (laughs) like Like, have i known you yeah we're like
0: i feel like i know you like oh my god so do i and we were like bffs that's great
1: (laughs) and it must be fun to like sort of experience and go and do these hunts together knowing each other yeah uh because you you have that trust and you sort of you know that you go in with an open mind together
2: she's the strongest like female girl i've ever met in my life where (laughs) she like i'm like you want to get on the morgue she's like you shit me? I'm like, why would I be <laughs> I don't care about stuff like that? She's like, alright, I'll get in I'll get in this morgue. Yeah. And she's like, she, oh gets in, she so I got actually the slept in a morgue in no. a yeah. trans Allegheny lunatic yeah. by herself.
0: By myself. In another building it's too. There were, it's gotta be very like a Zen thing. Actually, the, for you the to morgue, sort of yeah, the morgue wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be because you're completely <laughs> like you can't see anything you know because you're in this like little container yeah you know um but you can hear everything and so like I was hearing like footsteps and I'm like oh, footsteps right. oh yeah and I'm in a completely different building so Trans Allegheny there's 666 acres a little weird yeah 13 buildings. Right? Come on. I know. The math pre- is too precise. Right? Masons were thinking <laughs> I <time.
2: Yeah. laughs> like, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> So, I we were in when we did this, the morgue is in a completely other building and Nick was in a different building from me, so it's like I'm completely isolated. And and by like stone. I mean, wh- wh- like what yeah. was it? You know, they're not made out of like paper. It's it's, it's a pretty yeah. Yeah. it's rugged. Yeah. 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 So, um I mean, that was pretty that, that was, like, your fear. And that's the thing. Like, we're not fearless. But what I like about what we do is we're constantly forced to face our fears, you know? And I think that's not just something for the show. I think that's something, like, that's just real. as life. Yeah. yeah, totally. You know, you got to face your fears. You do
1: have to face your fears. And, like, there's something also to um, say for what the process that you go through when these fears are laid on you, or when Mm -hmm. you experience these fears, like the process of calming yourself down and also trying to experience it. Because Mm -hmm. sometimes when you are in these moments where you're scared, um, your body does things to protect you. And one of the things it does is it kind of shuts down your memory. So you're not remembering this moment. So down the line, you don't have so much of like a PTSD
0: reaction to it. So it must be hard to like, is it hard for you guys to be in the moment and accept it? It Yeah. I think for me it's because, um, like you know, we have these experiences, and we get scared because we don't know what they are. And even though we're out there looking for these things, it still scares the shit out of me yeah. when I'm seeing something like crawl across the floor, or you know what I mean, or oh like slither god. around. That's have you seen thing. that? Yeah, oh, we yeah. captured it. We captured You've never seen it on. you did see in
2: the first episode. Yeah. Oh my god! Scariest thing I've ever seen. Can you seen.
1: never say slither, slither again?
2: Slither. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, but it was weird <laughs> because we're in this like dark hallway, where where, yeah, fourth, fourth floor, fourth floor, trans-elegant lunatic yeah. asylum. Okay. We're up there on the fourth floor, and our our camera operator, it's just the three of us katrina myself and rob uh safi our camera operator just you three yeah that's it and uh he's filming us and he's very skeptical which is great that's awesome he just focuses on the lens and that's what he's looking at focus make sure the record button is on and and he's shooting us and he's like starts panicking and shaking and he's like i see something right behind you guys we're looking around we're like we don't see shit we're in complete darkness so this camera is picking up in high definition, you know, what this thing is. And it's a big ball of like blob on the this floor. Is like a blob. My yeah. hair
1: is like literally like standing up. That's so f- like a ball. Bo-
2: bo- but it gets creepier. Of, like, huge it ball. gets creepier. So we see this ball and we didn't realize it at the time. Katrina and I didn't see it. Because mm-hmm. you can't we see it with your it. naked eye. No. But we played it back right in the moment and we went right to where it was. And what we see is this big blob just kind of grow into this weird slithery thing. Sorry for Mm -hmm. the slither word again. It just starts moving across the floor and then it grows into this like figure. Figure, yeah. And And then it goes right into the wall.
1: Yeah. And disappears. God. I mean, it's scary. It must be like whatever that was. I wonder if it was frustrated that it didn't have like a cute body. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, I just want to be. Cute. If that was me, if I came back as a blob, I'd be pissed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what? What the fuck?
2: Well, I think it was manifesting. I think yeah. it was this thing that was manifesting. The best way I can disguise it was kind of a. Freaking weird analogy, but it like Terminator, you know when oh, Alice Justin yes. is like boom, yeah. and he's like his body is like in this like weird formation. He just grows it goes into like <laughs> something we're comfortable in. our, in our reality, yeah. yeah, like he's going time traveling. It's it's very weird, but we theorize about everything. Yeah. Because you can't just infinitively say That's what that is Right It's an apparition Or it's a shadow figure or It's a, good It's good to figure. theorize
1: Because you don't know You don't, right? know. We don't know We
2: don't know What we this entity know. is Sorry We don't know At all what this is
1: And you don't know Like nobody knows What happens after we pass No mm-hmm. You don't know um, What sort of transformation your soul or whatever goes into right. uh, i read this really cool book uh, it was called it's by a, a neuroscientist so a doctor who mm-hmm. thrives off of logical thinking um he had a near-death experience yep. himself he had a, like a a crazy brain infection that put him into a coma oh i know who you're talking about of body. Heaven. Yep. yeah 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 you know, i can't think of the guy's name I I'll make sure I, I reference it properly at the end of the podcast. But um, if you can find that, if you can find that, uh, it's called Proof of Heaven is the book title. And find out what the doctor's name is. But cr- So he he had this crazy experience where in his, um, his coma state, he experienced what he can only equate to as heaven. Mm-hmm. And this traveling thing that happened for him through like a wormhole. And to have a doctor describe right. this... Yeah is the one thing that makes you go, this is somebody who thrives off of science and having a sort of, um, you know, one plus one equals two equation to right, prove right, everything. Right. And the fact that he can't, he doesn't have the, the the proper vernacular to really prove what happened, but he's still articulating this experience is crazy to me. And then mm-hmm. he had an experience, I don't want to give it all away because this book really is fascinating, yeah. uh, where he saw somebody in this, state in his coma state and then when he came to after he survived he came to obviously because he wrote the book um (laughs) wrote this from the from beyond the grave um he ended up seeing somebody that he never met but was somebody that he knew and that was a sort of defining thing for Mm -hmm. him that he saw this person in in his you know Mm near-death experience and it to me it's like we don't know what's out there you have no idea certain things just because you can't explain you know it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist, right? And but, I've always been like open to that sort of you have to paranormal life thing. Life is too
2: short to be closed off. I think you always have to be questioning and trying to thrive on figuring out certain things in your own life, no matter what it is, what your background is, what your religious beliefs are. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The fact is, we're all gonna die someday. You it, you, you can't you can't pass that up. But I really believe that we become we these bodies that we're living in that energy resonates out and it goes on to that next place. Yeah. And sometimes, like that doctor, his energy went somewhere else. And mm-hmm. it, wasn't it did. His it went time, somewhere else. That's what back. it was.
1: Yeah, his energy traveled to like another realm.
2: Mm-hmm. That's it. And There's so, been when so you many guys, cases like that.
1: when you experience a slithering blob thing, yeah. Yeah. what like, what
0: does it feel like? Does it feel like a drug rush to you? Well, we. This is what's interesting about that experience is because I mean, we were up there for a very long time was, investigating, yeah. and we could, we could just. Feel it that something was happening we were um our batteries kept dying brand new batteries kept dying kept getting drained um multiple times when we were up there does um, it happen on every hunt or every not does? all the time not, yeah but so it's right before something happens usually exactly interesting and, yeah and so then we were seeing shadow figures our cameraman was hearing footsteps and then that's when he was just like guys don't move and that's when he captured that thing on film and you know what's interesting it's like I, that experience for me was uh, very profound because all of that stuff we were feeling. yeah, all, Just like the feeling of, I feel like something's anxiety. here. I feel like something's behind me. The anxiety. That, we just couldn't
2: see it. Yeah, we just couldn't see it. it. But
0: you felt it. And you hear people say that all the time. I just feel like somebody's watching me. Yeah. And you think, oh, you're crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then it turns out, you know, our experience for me confirmed all those times you feel something. Maybe there is something to that. Oh, man, because I feel it feeling so often. I just don't. <laughs> it yeah.
1: freaks me out, yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> It really freaks me out Like when you feel like something or someone is... Well, it's
2: intuitive. I mean, yeah. everybody has that sense. I Everybody's sensitive to it. I think it's like anything else. If you start using a computer and you don't know how to use it, mm-hmm. and then you just get better and better at using that computer be- before and you know it, you're just like a whiz at yeah. understanding yeah. the computer. It's the same thing with what we're doing. We're going to locations week after week, really invested in passionately searching out the paranormal. And I think we're just becoming more sensitive and intuitive of things happening in the you, feelings.
1: Have you, um, with doing it for so long, how long have you been doing this? Hunt For
2: years? Since I was, honestly, since I was like a little kid. Yeah. I used to talk uh, paranormal with my grandmother when I was little and, and she passed on. And I've had weird experiences, her coming to me. And then later I went on to make uh, Ghost Adventures. Yeah. That really dope, just. dope. It just like blew my mind with some of the stuff that happened to me in in that. And then I was like, what can we do to push Mm -hmm. the boundaries even further? So when I left Ghost Adventures, I'm like, I want to I want to stay there longer because it's like you stay there for only so many hours. Yeah. What's going to happen when we get to our most vulnerable state, when we have to like let our bodies rest, Mm -hmm. sleep upstairs in the fourth floor by myself? What is going to happen when your body shuts down? It, there's a whole psychology. There's a whole other thing going it's on a there. A psychology, like mind over body. Like, where's the mental and physical breaking point? And that's what really interests me. I'm waiting for that. Breaking port Where I'm like Laying on my sleeping bag And I get ripped yeah. off dragged down the hallway Oh my god I'm waiting for that craziness You know You say
1: that But when it happens yeah, You yeah. might crap your pants Well
2: whatever happens I'm filming it <laughs> if Crapping or not It's gonna be filmed I'm an open what, book crap or not, I don't I'm give a shit
1: it. <laughs> I'm gonna have that 6k ca- What's a camera called? So,
2: well it's a It's a high definition Sheet I, in all resolutions 6k Get in the shit
1: I'm gonna have my My pants shat in infrared <laughs>
2: Get your plasma screens it's coming.
1: <laughs> plasma in your short. Yeah. Is there have you like since you've been doing it for so long and in you as well? Mm-hmm. Have you learned just from yourself like when these experiences happen like when you see something or when you actually hear something? Have you have you uh, acquired any sort of skills along the way that has helped you be more keen in that moment when you're experiencing it or or are there still moments when your fear takes over?
0: Oh, there's totally moments when your fear takes over. And that's what I mean. Like, we're not fearless by by any means, but it's just, you know, I think it's, we have such like a stubbornness to figure this out, to get answers. And, you know, we've been doing it for so long that it's almost like I feel like, oh, I'm not going to let you push me out of this room. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. staying here. Like, you know, yeah. um, but I mean, you know, it's it's weird when you experience something, it's that weird mixture of like excitement and complete
2: terror.
1: Yeah. It's it's such a it's such a like a, a perfect blend of
2: mm-hmm. adrenaline junkie. It, yeah. That's what I am. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I look for that rush. That's actually what keeps driving me through seventy-two hours is yeah. like you have one thing happen, you're like What's next? And then something happens. You hear footsteps, phantom footsteps, and all, hallway. like go go, 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 and yeah. then it just that's what keeps you going. It's like you like gambling. Just the best. it is. You can't it is. stop. You the 20 dice. more dollars
1: on thirteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's the house. And, <laughs>
2: the house that, <laughs> that's the moment of breaking. Yeah. That's it. Really that's is exactly a good analogy mm-hmm. of what could happen to us because it, it's like you don't want to leave too soon. It happened at one location, the Hinsdale House. What happened? Oh, Where's the Hinsdale House? Tell
0: me about Buffalo, New York. And it's a very old house that was built sometime in the 1800s um, and it has a history of hauntings, um, more specifically demonic hauntings. Uh, they had an That's exorcism terrifying. in the 70s um, and NYU actually went to document the exorcism and mysteriously the tapes are missing. Um, and How can those tapes be missing, man? We That's have, so we, annoying. Yeah. Well,
2: what ha- it, I feel like it was a cover up. They didn't want it being released because a lot of stuff went down. They exercised the house, not an mm-hmm. individual, but a family was living there. And what happened is they started hearing Gregorian chanting coming from the woods.
1: Oh my God. So
2: it dates back to like Jeez. the Puritans, the Puritans like inhabited this land. So I think some sort of rituals and stuff went down there. Native Americans, there's burial grounds close by. I mean, it has It's history. overlapping
0: of just bad. A lot of death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bad on top of bad. And um, we, uh, so we went there and we investigated and it was just. We're always like, I don't want to talk about Hinsdale. I don't want to talk about Hinsdale because we've had, yeah. I want to talk about Hinsdale.
2: (laughs) You're in my mind again. Get it out. Get get it out. out. We've had like
0: nightmares for months after leaving that place. He had to have his house saged and he had himself saged afterwards. And it's funny because everyone we met and people we've known for a very long time, Um, you know, they've said this house will seduce you, you know, it will just get inside of you and you'll, you'll want to go back and, you know, but you know, you shouldn't go back and that's, we're like, okay. And then we go home. this house a basketball wife? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) 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 But it was true. Like that's exactly what happened to us. And it's been months. We went in October and it's this. It's do you, still. just like, want to. Really? I, I want to yeah, go back. Oh, totally. I want to
2: shoot a whole. I'm going to, I swear, I'm going to go back and I'm going to really dig up some. Like, I, I think we might have found. I'm talking to the owner right now. We might have found the exorcism tapes. Really? Yeah, I swear to God. And he it, it, and I are talking about. Because he reached out turn to that me. Turn that into like,
1: a movie, man. No, we're talking Get about right? the rights to that. And turn it into a movie or something. Well, I want to do a real,
2: a real, like, I'm so obsessed that I want us to go back and really do, like, something. Crazy, yeah, especially just with your new technology. Because here's yeah. the thing: it's not just the house that's haunted. It's a small little ass house, and it's really decrepit. It's the whole it's the land. land. Mm-hmm. There, there's a dark forest right behind the right behind the house. Yeah. So the dark forest is a circular part in the middle of the woods. Everything is lush and green. The middle part is all dead.
1: That's that's terrifying. Yeah.
2: It's so scary. You also
1: just described my heart. <laughs>
2: Everything's Everything so else lush is so and lush. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah On the organs are okay. The heart <laughs> is
1: just black and cold. Yeah,
2: nice. I love it. Uh-huh. Um, it's a scary, scary place, and yeah. it just—it's. Is it one nose. of the
0: scariest places you've visited? Yes, absolutely. it's definitely one of the one that I'd say in like the top three that has gotten into my head. What are the other two? I'd have to go back through. I know there were like, I've been on like over a hundred investigations, but, um, you know, there's, there's certain ones that just kind of mess with you a little bit psychologically. And I I put Hinsdale in like the top, the top. top.
1: And it's probably important for you guys to do like your research, obviously before Uh, to know everything that happened and like what, because you know, you, you want to like probably tap into the person or people or whatever that is attached to the certain location
2: yeah, I mean, there's a lot of legends and stuff like that, but we really like facts. We do yeah. our homework. We research the crap out of these locations. There's one location, it, it took me 15 years to this point, called the Franklin Castle in Ohio to get into. So that's one episode coming up. I would have been trying to get into it for 15 years. Why
1: has it taking so long? Is it, is it like very... It's,
2: it's just, it's one so of those locations that they so don't wanna... difficult. It's been passed down and it's an old historical mansion and it has so many legends just revolving around it. And... Legends start from somewhere, but Mm. I don't know exactly all the mysteries, but it's listed as one of the most haunted places in America.
1: And has it been taped? Has it been documented? We we just did. did Are you guys fun? That's dope. Because you you think about, there's a few, you know, there's been a handful of ghost shows, uh, as you know. And when I was coming here, I was thinking... How many more places can there be that are haunted, but...
2: Thousands. Thousands. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's
1: exciting to do a place that hasn't been taped yet. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Well, if you think about it, I mean, there's a person being born into this world every second and a person dying. Yep. So, think about there's all room. the death. <laughs> <laughs> there's we room can, for these fuckers to can investigate to all day.
1: Now, what do you think about... Um, I forget what the phenomena is called, but there is a movie, a documentary-ish t- style thing on Netflix about it. It's called The Nightmare.
2: Yep, so, I've seen about part of it.
1: Shadow, met the sleep
2: paralysis.
1: G- I've had that so many times. Uh, yeah. Really? Yes.
2: We're talking. It's oh, terrifying. It's so weird you yeah. just mentioned that. That's like so weird because we were just talking about this, Katrina, mm-hmm. we about were how we're going to get into and tap into sleep paralysis for if we make more episodes and go on and, and keep doing this. We really want to study that big time.
1: It's scary, man. Yeah. I, I used to live in uh Boston. It hasn't happened in a while. It's a specific mindset that I'm in when it happens. But when I I used to live in Boston and nice. I, I was I'm old. We
2: just kept, became best friends. That's okay.
1: where I'm from. <laughs> oh you are? Okay. I'm, I'm a New Englander. Oh yeah. nice, yeah. yeah. I used to live right near Mādi's Lickers on on F. Cool.
2: Cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm right near Lowell in Massachusetts. Okay, and all that. cool. Yeah. So yeah. Awesome. <laughs> that's
1: funny. I um I used to work very early I'd get up and have to work so I was always tired when I get home from work and I had this really comfortable couch and I'd pass out on this couch and I had this dream probably about a dozen times within uh, maybe like a two month three month period which is a lot of times yeah. to mm-hmm. have within such a short time frame uh, and it was sleep paralysis so I think pretty much character characteristically your dream is where you are yeah right. like you're kind of the dream is my the dream was me laying on the couch and the lights were on just the way they were when i went to sleep and i can't move i can't wake myself up and there's this dark figure at the end of the couch mm-hmm. and it and it feels menacing as fuck and it feels right. bad yeah. and it's not necessarily doing anything to me but it doesn't it feels horrible it feels like the thing that's keeping me from waking up mm-hmm. and that happened for uh, you know like i said a dozen times over like a two month period i i was just like sick over it because of how that made me feel during the day when I was awake, like I was terrified. Yeah. And then shortly after that, these, these were like the two things that happened to me where it made me go, there's something else going on out here, you know, in this world. Uh, my boyfriend and I had come home and we lived in, we had this apart, this bedroom that was very small and we came home one night, wasn't drinking, wasn't doing any drugs. I, I was not really that tired. So we came to the bed, and on the either side of the bed, there's about a foot on either side. So it's a very small bedroom. It gets very dark. Pitch black almost. And the only light that shines through is from the window behind us, which is covered by a dark velvet sheet, because, or drapes, because my boyfriend at the time loved it dark. There's only like a, a little sliver of light on the ceiling that came from that little opening. Everything else was pitch black. We He fell asleep right away. Lights were off. I'm laying in bed. I can't fall asleep. I'm not tired. And so I turn over... And I look, I just, I like how my eyes closed and I open my eyes and I kind of see this like, I don't even know how to describe it. it. It It. was like a light, but not like a light in the sense of it being bright, just in a light in the sense of that it, lo- it looked like some sort of like energy, hmm. uh, b- b- a bluish hue oh, yeah. and an outline. And it, it It. was so faint, but that's the only way I can describe it. It was like an out, like a out and it looked like a fucking woman. And I closed my eyes And I was just like, I I don't know what the fuck that was. And my heart starts racing and I start to get like sweaty and I turn over on my side and I'm literally trying to calm myself down. I'm like, I don't know what that was. I have no idea what I just saw. And I open up my eyes and it's on my side. Hmm. And it looked like a woman and a little girl. And what I think was when I opened my eyes the first time, maybe the little girl had no idea how to communicate and the woman was trying to help her because then they were together. And I know this sounds—I don't. It doesn't doesn't, sound crazy to you guys. It doesn't. But everyone else out there is probably like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" All I—all I know is that I looked at this thing that wasn't very defined, but it—I know what I saw, and it—the girl waved at me, like this little girl, Mm -hmm. like, waved at me, and I fucking waved back. Because it didn't feel bad. Yeah, right. I didn't. Yeah. I was scared because I had never experienced. It, and I'm right. sweating right now, recollecting this, yeah. recollecting this experience. But I waved back at a, like three year old fucking ghost. Yeah. Yeah. And she looked excited about it. Yeah. But it's not the way I'm describing it. You guys know. I don't need to explain this to you. But for people listening, it's not like a defined. Outline of something. It's 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 an interpretation. Your Mm -hmm. brain is interpreting Mm -hmm. what it's seeing, so that you can understand it. But it's not like the way I'm looking at you. Right. It's just a manifestation of whatever, you know. So it was just a one of the craziest things I've ever experienced. And because of that, I will not open my eyes. In the, in the dark anymore because i am terrified almost every single night
2: ha, have you had experiences like that since you've left obviously boston you don't live there anymore when did when the sleep paralysis and stuff like that stop happening to you
1: after that night oh interesting stop. isn't that weird that's interesting it's
2: almost like it was trying to reach out and talk to you and that was the only way to get your attention and then when when it finally you connected with it yeah and you waved back it knew it had something from you, Yes, yeah. And I think after that, maybe that's the moment where it just stopped. Like they knew that she saw them. And I always and it's wondered time if the move on.
1: if the paralysis figure was connected to the woman and the girl. That's what I always it wondered. Could
0: be. I mean, because it felt like also- a male. Right. presence yeah. yeah there's also like scientific reasons for sleep paralysis um you know like if you're under a lot of stress is when people normally experience yeah. it and they often report seeing figures at the time because they're still so weird. in an in-between state between dreaming and awake so your mind is still like going through um the process of dreaming right um but th- i mean there have been people that you know i've worked with i'm sure mm-hmm. you've worked with where You know, we'll send them to doctors. Okay, go to your doctor. Figure out what's going on. You know, the doctor's like, I'm not sure what's going on. And, you know, it just so happens that, you know, we'll do a little investigating, a little research. When we fix the problem, their sleep paralysis stops. And if you think about it, though, you know, sleep paralysis is caused by some form of stress. Sometimes when we have spirits around us or ghosts around us, we feel stress because we don't feel comfortable in our own home. We're constantly under surveillance. So you might have been feeling all of that and just been trying to ignore it. Right, it right, it scares right. you. Yeah. You know, and then that's how your body was interpreting that stress. And then lo and behold, when you see this figure, then your body feels like, you know, maybe they left. So then you feel That's how I felt. I was like, yeah.
1: I made contact. Maybe this little girl. I didn't feel like they were connected. I didn't feel like it was a mother and a daughter. I felt like right. they were just too. And I don't know why I felt all that. Why did I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, why did I feel like this little girl didn't know what she well, was doing? Why did I feel like you yeah. weren't related? It's weird that I even it's thought that. It's the same
0: thing when you, like, have you ever walked into a room and, like, there's that couple that, like, is always fighting or, you know, yeah. like, and you walk in the room, they it's just got done a fight and yeah. you're like, and they, but they're yeah. not fighting in front of you and you're like, oh man, like, it's the same thing. It's like, like we are so good at picking up cues. From our environment and from people and picking up on emotions. And it's one of the best things about humans. You know, we we know how to do that. And it's our instincts. And that's exactly what I would say was probably happening to you is that you were just, you were picking up on it but wanted to, you know, ignore it for a long time.
2: Right. But everything moves on vibrational waves. I'm a big believer in that energy it all it's transforms all energy, yeah. everything works on energy we all work in vibrational waves and things uh ripple effect into our environment it's kind of like the movie the others Remember I love that. that. I we were just it's talking about that. Such a good that. twist. Like, yeah. So I was going to watch levels. it again.
1: It was so well yeah. done.
2: It was. It was very well done. But I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of similar to what we're experiencing. You have right. multiple layers yeah. of spirits, people that lived here before us, and possibly that house. I don't know the history where you lived, but maybe that house that you were in had a death there, or maybe something happened before that. That and Boston's an old. Boston is area. an old. A lot so of maybe old someone dead was killed conservatives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ex- exactly. Maybe someone was killed on that yeah. land. <laughs> you don't know, but time seems to stand still on the other side of whatever realm that's in. Yes. And, and the interpretation
1: us, looking in exactly. is always different. Like yeah. the
2: movie The Others. It's just multi-layered and things just keep piling up on Nicole and on. Kidman, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That was a good one, that was man. Good yeah. It was such yeah. a good twist. I love when movies you're like, ah, oh, yes. I always get like yeah. freaked out
0: when she's just like you find out that she like murdered them. Yes. And then she like killed herself. With it's the like pel- you're
1: like, is. what? <laughs> like, yeah. God, postpartum depression is real. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Sorry for anyone listening. Just gave that Sorry. one away. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was like <laughs> 2000. I the program. Give right.
1: program. <laughs> fanatics have seen. I just watched The Witch two nights ago.
2: I saw it. What'd you think?
1: I wanted so much more out of it. I felt like it could have I, I, a lot. I, I don't know. I feel like they missed the mark. What did you think?
2: I liked it for what it was worth. Um, did you understand
1: I, what the fuck they were saying in I, the I old did. English? I, I,
2: I did. Yeah. I mean, it's depicted from all the, the uh, writings from that period right. of time. Which is so d- just difficult. So it's right on. But I also just came off of Hinsdale House from mm. our episode, yeah. which really fucked me up. And then I go and I see the witch, which is similar in ways how the Hinsdale House is. Because right. you have this little place in the woods and all this shit's going down in the back of the woods with the yeah, Puritans and like, the witches yes. and all these rituals are taking place it's similar to the Hinsdale house. And I was like, oh my God. So that's why I think I connected with it a lot more than maybe some people did. I don't know, but, I, I liked it. I really I did
1: not like it. I just, I guess, you know, I, I feel like the horror community, like you guys are part of it as well. You just want mm-hmm. that.
2: <laughs> yeah. It just, cause you know, it's not yeah. a
1: genre that's necessarily, mm-hmm. you know, celebrated right. by the right. industry. You right. know, it's, there's never going to be an Oscar given to, <laughs> you know, people playing these like <laughs> horror movie well, roles. But yeah, you know, I, I just, I want more. I want like that next big, yeah. I do Like know. another Sixth Sense, six like Sixth like, Sense is six you know? sense. so even insidious. a yeah. Yeah. Conjuring, is cool. like The yeah. Conjuring, yeah. uh, Conjuring Two,
0: Conjur I can't cool. wait. It's coming out. Yeah. yeah, Juan is dope. Yeah, yeah. The director's so she's good. She's a very good friend of ours too, Lorraine. Oh, that's yeah. dope. She, yeah,
2: she's she's uh, she makes a uh, oh, yeah. quick guest appearance. Guest she does. Appearance. A, she that's phone awesome. calls in in the Hinsdale mm-hmm. house.
0: Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Because
2: so, she's on the ammo I and she knows about demonic comics. And she's
0: actually in the seventy. We didn't know this until we got there. Um, because her uh Lorraine's getting older. You know, she's um just I think she just turned ninety. Um, so she can't travel as much. And for those who don't know, um, Lorraine
1: and her husband are well-known. Mm-hmm. They're,
0: I, I would you call them ghost hunters? I would to
1: call them ghost hunters. Pioneers, yeah, they yeah. were probably, yeah. I oh, guess, they, okay, they, they the, really the OG were. ghost hunters. Yeah. 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 Paranormal <laughs> investigators. I like okay. that yeah, term I better. I like that better. Paranormal yeah. investigators from the 60s? From even before for that. that yeah. yeah, the 50s and 40s. But they were, um, you, you know, the movie The Conjuring is kind Amityville of Amityville Horror, They were involved in all that. I mean to cut you off. I just wanted people who didn't know.
0: But they, uh so Lorraine can't travel, but her, her son-in-law, he, he studied under Ed and Lorraine. So he comes out and we make a call to to Lorraine. And what's funny is when he got there, his name is Tony Spera. And he's just like, you know, I was talking to Lorraine and she's been here. We didn't and we're realize like, it. What? Yeah. And she's like, she came in the '70s. Wow. To investigate. We'll, like, call her up and right now. Like, Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's weird. It Close get, it, it, that time frame. It gets creepier because before Tony even gets there, we're up in this this room called Mary's room, and nobody can sleep stay in this room. So the name is obviously, terrifying, my alone. S- My stupid self, and my mind's like, I'm gonna sleep in here later. You know what's all the (laughs) hype about? But there's something in that room that's so negative and oppressive that you feel like you have to get out. You feel nauseated. You feel just like I don't know, like heavy on your chest. And I felt my throat start closing up, like like a hand was being put on my neck and just slowly, like just crunching my windpipe. And I told Katrina, I'm like, I feel like my throat is closing up. I can't swallow anymore. And we have our recorder running. Scares me still to uh, yeah. this day, and we. I'm hanging
1: he- onto the table. And I'm white knuckling <laughs> the table. Not going anywhere.
2: <laughs> and and it's weird because like when we played back the recorder, I think you asked, "Are you doing that to Nick? Are you yeah, physically hurting him?" Yeah. And you hear this voice go, "Yes, I am." Mm-hmm. That clear. yeah,
1: and it's it, like, bitch, get off of me, <laughs> yeah.
0: Mary.
2: I, it was so creepy. But yeah. the, now here's the scary part. So that passes, we get out of there. Tony Sparrow comes in and and he calls Lorraine, and we're like, Tony goes, Lorraine, can you tell us about Mary's room? Can you tell us what oh, it was yeah, like when yeah. you he- hear it? And all she said, and my heart just dropped, oh, was, it strangled me when I was there. Mm-hmm. And I, like, in, was in that in room, arm. yeah, so scary. I was like. All right, what are we up against? This is going to be frightening when Tony leaves and everyone goes, and I have to come up here and face this thing that I don't fully understand what it is. You did that? I it, no, it, get, it gets it oh, gets God. even worse. It's not just like I go up there and do that. It's like at one point I'm the only one in that house by myself oh, man. that is laying on this decrepit, disgusting. Have you had bed. your blood
1: pressure and your health checked?
0: <laughs> just do you guys do health? Like
1: seriously, like I haven't for a while, but I on your body. Yeah,
0: it does. And it's we, a strain. We talk about it yeah, the stress is real. The stress, really and not only that, but we're also going into you know if the ghosts don't get us. It's the environment that's gonna yes. get us because we're going into right. these places with, with mold and dust and bugs and rodents and you know. All sorts of creepy crawly stuff that can get us sick. And when we're staying up like that, your immune system drops. Yeah. You know, so we're more susceptible to diseases. We're also traveling, which you know from traveling. Uh, yeah, you, you, just, you just get
1: people sick coughing sometimes. on you all the time. Yeah, uh, Airplanes uh, you got herpes on the I goddamn hands. It's not
0: a ghost.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if it's not
2: a ghost, <laughs> <Yeah>. it's
1: herpes. <laughs> it's a yeah. yeah, it's herpes. It's American <laughs> Airlines. Who,
2: who do you want? Demonic or herpes? <laughs> just pick one. I, don't, I don't, don't even
1: I would I don't even know which one I would, would take over there. <laughs> I would probably take the demonic. No, just kidding. Just kidding. It was <laughs> a joke. Do so like for me, uh, downtime is you know few and far in between. Yeah. But what do you guys do to chill?
2: I'm doing it right now. Talking <laughs> to you. <laughs> talking this is, about This is honestly like... awesome. Like I'm. A, this is a badass environment. This is, I like. Awesome. I like. Really, I like your it's place. It's cool here. In here, right? Is that yeah. a bar? Is that a bar back there? Yeah,
1: it's a bar. It's a dry bar right now. I don't know if there's yeah. any alcohol, but God. we're we're in the we're in the roof of the Hollywood Improv, famous awesome. Hollywood Improv. Yeah, Bell this Rose. is
2: cool. I like this place. Awesome. So I mean, this is chilling for me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Just like hanging out, talking, talking about experiences. Because it's
1: you live it. Your yeah, your career, it's, yeah. you It's live nice it. to talk yeah.
2: sometimes and just talk other things in life and stuff like that. Because it's always mm-hmm. on our mind. Yeah. If you can't sure. get it off.
1: It's like same thing with me in comedy like, you know, uh material life is, you know, the material for my comedy. So I live it every day. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's hard to get away from yeah. it. I um where I was in Michigan this weekend, um we stayed in Marquette, Michigan. Um this is I I taped a pilot in Trinary, Michigan where I was racing out houses, which is a real thing. Mm-hmm. A town of 500 people. So it's a very old <laughs> area and the hotel we stayed in was Known to be haunted, in one of the famous like uh, haunted air uh, hotels in that area, and it was called the. Um, oh, I'm terrible with remembering names. I think it's marijuana that does it. <laughs> the Landmark Inn. Have you guys yes, heard, heard of it? I
0: don't Landmark Inn. Yeah, yeah.
2: Beautiful old hotel. I, I know hotel what you're talking about. In yeah.
1: six hundred four is the hot zone, and the story is that um, a woman. Killed herself, waiting for her husband who never returned. Okay, and she's yeah. known to roam the halls.
2: Yeah, I've heard of the Landmark Inn. Yeah, yep,
1: beautiful old hotel. And um, so I convinced my, you know, my my crew. I was like, let's just go up in the room. <laughs> like, no, you're crazy. I'm like, you're gonna be in this hotel. Yeah. that is known to be haunted, right. and you're experience even gonna try and have it. an experience. Right. So we had this guy Ed who was like the groundsman. He's been there forever, yeah. and total skeptic. Total skeptic. You know, he's just like this hard ass, like tough old dude. I'm like, do you believe in he's like, nah, oh, <laughs> I'm like, really? And I was like, you don't have, you know, you don't, you don't know, afraid of it? And he's like, no, no, no. I don't think it's real. And I was like, okay. And then we go in the room and he opens doors. Like, this is it. Here's a room. Okay. And I was like, this is not the way to experience it. Can you like leave us in here and shut the yeah. lights off and like, let us have a night. But they wouldn't, you know, let us do it uh, that way. I'm mm-hmm. sure you guys would be able to, but yeah. it was strings. intriguing <laughs> to know that that was a rumor. Right. People have claimed that they it won't people leave that room. They won't right. stay in it. Like yeah. they they'll be put in it and then they just can't stay there. And that's the if like you
0: go back to instincts. You know, your your body takes over and even if they didn't have an experience, we meet people all the time that's like, I will not stay in that room. And yeah. we're like, oh, have you experienced something? No, but I will not stay in there because I don't want it, to. It's that instinct that yep. takes over that survival mode where you just know something is wrong so it's the same thing when you saw that, that woman and yeah. the little girl you just knew yeah what was happening so it is but that's weird. the thing with mm-hmm. the
2: caretaker you know i'm skeptic i don't believe okay well have you stayed in this room have you actually had Have a, you had that experience you probably would have said no i don't go in that room right right you know so then I mean? yeah. how, how can do you know not, you, right, right.
1: It, it does it's not a, a um It doesn't make sense to say you don't believe if you haven't put yourself in a situation where you can experience something. Because a lot of people who I know don't believe in ghosts, but a lot of those people also have had experiences Mm -hmm. that they can't explain. Yeah. well
2: that, that's that's exactly our theories. we're we're very open minded it doesn't mm. matter we're not here to prove disprove we're out right. to discover something new just like NASA going to a new planet a universe and discovering some new planet that they call it this yep. X Y and Z pings or pings in
1: our universe yeah, yeah. <laughs> how crazy is that that's insane that's insane it is yeah. and
2: just like knowing now that wormholes and in, in these black holes like expand and move and connecting and
1: stuff, oh my god I'm like
2: huge into that stuff yeah right? like I love it
1: it's wild yeah
2: for the longest time I was also studying like black matter, everything in the universe is made up of black matter and life and everything around us that we see. But then I just started realizing a lot of not uh, like ghost phenomena and paranormal stuff doesn't really revolve around black matter. So then I started studying electrical and then mm-hmm. understanding like electricity and how our bodies consume, like what we are talking about and how we enter, we produce energy. And that's what really fascinates me is that because is we don't know everything. Yeah.
1: And you can't really see that, you know, manifestation of energy. It's something right. that's like felt right you know i mean you can see like electrical sparks and stuff like that right. and like static when you, well, you know, like the, go across it, a carpet and touch
0: metal or whatever but right? yeah.
2: it's like the oxygen that we're breathing right now we don't see air right but we know Radio we're breathing and we're alive it's a powerful Radio thing waves.
0: right there's things and that's the thing like we don't it's so funny when i meet somebody who's just like so gun ho about not believing because it's a passionate like, about not not believing yeah, it's and crazy. it's crazy but you know what's so funny because they'll always follow up with saying but I don't want to experience anything, yeah. you know. Yeah, because they're terrified. It's like, mm-hmm. So it's it's that it's that whole
1: thing where you you're so stout that it's not a thing, but you're also terrified by opening yourself up. So it's almost like yeah. you're just not an open person. I
0: think yeah. it's I think it's like partly it also depends on what part of the country you're from. It depends on your religious background because yes. some religions just don't believe it. They tell you it's wrong to believe. Yep, you know, um, which I get, you know, um, but. And the thing that I always come back to is like, we're discovering things every day like we were talking about um, a little earlier. And, you know, the panda, I say this all the time, but I just love this fact. <laughs> I love
2: her panda bear story. I know. The pan- the
0: Tell me the panda bear story.
1: She has a great voice. You have a great voice, by the way. Yeah. You should hear, yeah. hear her sing. You're a singer? Oh, she belts yeah. I might turns. have to make you sing me something. We're oh, later. Probably, songs, okay. Probably, okay. <laughs> okay. Um,
0: but, uh, so the panda bear was not discovered until like 1869. Okay. And this is a like two three hundred, four hundred pound bear. Yeah. It like and people <laughs> it stands us, out. Yeah. And but before that it was just a mythical creature in Chinese folklore. It was? Yep. It's a mythical creature. Nobody thought it existed. And it's you like know, Bigfoot. Yeah, we're talking the eighteen sixties. <laughs> that's really not that long ago. No, it's not. It's not. You know, so I, I go back to that. Like it's this like that that's a bear guys and it's black and <laughs> white doesn't it doesn't match
2: anything in
0: nature right. Seeing it's in bamboo like, and yeah. stuff like that just yeah, chilling yeah, rolling yeah. down hills Roll- right, right. <laughs> they're crazy panda bears oh, yeah. are silly as fuck they're, they're, so, yeah. they're so cute yeah so, you know, we always go back to that, like at lectures, you know, mm-hmm. when we lecture and everything, it's, it's just like, we're not like telling you to believe, we're just saying like, there's a lot of shit in this world that we don't have figured out. Yeah. You know, we haven't explored 90% of our oceans. You know, we haven't, you know, we haven't put a person up on Mars yet. No. What connection does Mars have to our planet? You know, we, we're still figuring all this out. We're still figuring out how our bodies work and how our in brains brain, work. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, so it's this, why are we so closed off to the fact that, you know, Maybe there's something else, something beyond what we can detect with our eyes. And people have been having these experiences for hundreds of years. So even if it's not a ghost, like we say it is, it's not your uncle, you know, right. uh, who passed away, obviously. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, or something like that. But it's still something is happening. And, you know, even if that's psychological, that's pretty effing fascinating. It is. It is extremely fascinating. It You made me realize that people's view
1: on going into the haunted room i feel like is similar to girls view on butt sex like
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: i've never tried it but i don't want you i don't want to go in there right, right. I don't, just don't, right, right. Just don't go in there i know it's bad
2: <laughs> <laughs> i've never experienced it yeah.
1: but i'm afraid of it <laughs> so just shut the door <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it, it's crazy how we think though uh besides that it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy to think of human nature. How if we don't understand something, then we're scared of it. Yeah, and then that's the
1: way people are. It's like yeah. a protective thing. And yeah. I think it really—that's a really uh, uh, polarizing uh, ideology. Like you're either you either experience it right. because you're you're afraid of it, or you don't experience it because you're that's afraid right. of it. Mm-hmm. You, people either go towards that, or they or they shy away from it. Right. And I just like you know, I guess I get protective now because I'm I am scared of it but I have experienced it but almost indirectly like I wasn't necessarily open to it right. it just happened and then I allowed myself to experience it and right. from that I decide I'm terrified but you you guys owe me a ghost hunt uh, you well, need to come love, out yes. I would love
2: to do like a ghost hunt with you it would be, be amazing. amazing yeah you should come out to our um, we're doing a bunch of events we're doing yeah. Uh, yeah, what do you Mans- got going on tell Ma- everybody Mansfield Reformatory coming up April, April 2nd, 2nd. Uh, oh if you God. go to com, Katrina and myself and John Tenney will be there and we're, t- we're inviting people to come with us and investigate with us this prison is where they uh, they filmed Shawshank Redemption mm-hmm. it's oh, an wow. amazing yeah. prison a lot of history new
1: Dufresne extremely haunted <laughs> that's my like Morgan Freeman yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: terrible
1: <laughs> impression the, the Boys, you gotta How? go deeper. Yeah, I can't. End a, <laughs> a new frame. Do it, do it.
2: And a new frame. <laughs> that was pretty good. You have to do it now.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> and a new frame. <laughs> that
1: was. <laughs> I that was can so go like well a cartoon I
2: character. know. I know. Morgan.
1: <laughs> we got further away from Morgan than ever. Yeah, totally.
2: I love my Ways though. We have Morgan Freeman on Ways now. Isn't that crazy? A, that the navigation, is so it's like, hilarious. It's the best Are thing ever. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I, I had on my Ways. I was traveling New York to Boston and. Uh, <laughs> You hit us ways like, turn left.
1: <laughs> it's really Morgan Freeman? Yeah. That is it's, ingenious. freaking awesome. Um, how are you going to do a, how many, is there a limit to how many people can Yeah, we,
2: we cap it off and we limit it down. Then we break everybody down to smaller groups. And then uh, we split up. The place is massive. So we go into separate places. Like some people will go to solitary confinement, to the right wing, Jeez. the left wing. And the experiences are incredible. How
1: do you keep it confined? Because there's so many people. So how Damn. do you make sh- Is there something like a protocol? Because they obviously have to be quiet.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's very Cell phone's respectful off or left behind yeah. or yep. whatever. We tell everybody that there's a whole meet and greet. We do a Q&A. We talk to everybody. We talk about our experiences and what mm-hmm. happened here. Everyone becomes a part of this experience. And then we break everybody down into small groups. And all these people are, are very respectable. I have not yeah, had a problem Yeah, they're probably
1: like yet. fans too. Like they're a part of yeah, the genre. They are. Right? And,
2: and there's a lot of like, it's interesting. Be, and I love it. I love talking to people of all walks of life. There's some skeptics. There's some like full believers. There's some that haven't had experiences yet. So it's very fascinating and interesting. Yeah. And then just there to be a part of this. And I think it's interesting because when you get talking with them, at one of the events I did, this, this skeptic was <laughs> sitting there in front of us, and we had a digital recorder, and he's like with his girlfriend, and she's like, "Well, I fully believe, and I know this is real, but he just he's not sure." I was like, "Look, I'm not here to prove anything. I don't like, I don't really I don't, care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm like, here. Right. You want to hold the recorder? I I'm not like doing anything, and I'm like, how about this? We put the recorder down on the chair. No one's touching it now, and he looks at it, and we hit record, and we walk away, and you could hear a pin drop in the place, and everyone is sitting there, fifteen people looking at us in darkness. And there was this old like uh, music venue, so there was this band up on stage that usually plays there mm-hmm. in complete darkness. And mm-hmm. I go, do you like it when the band plays? And it's at this place called Bobby Mackey's Music World, really haunted. And on the recorder, you play it back, and everyone's listening, and you hear a voice after I ask the question goes, I like it when the band plays. Oh, God. Just like that. Oh, God. I take the recorder, oh. I bring it to him, I'm like, do you hear that? I don't understand how this voice is coming through, but he's like... No, I I definitely hear that, and that's that was so it. Wild. But that changed his skepticism a little. He just yeah. became a little bit op- more open minded of not understanding it, and he doesn't have to be like it's ghost, phenomenal, whatever. Yeah. But he knew that he couldn't explain that, and right. that was the thing I think that catapulted him into like just being like, "This is the greatest experience I've ever had." This is and that's why what I came it's about. Up. Like mm-hmm. it, it, when
1: you break it down with religion or anything, it's just that's about it. your
2: experience
1: with yeah. that. And not forcing it on anybody, what it means for you and like how you interpret it or whatever. That's it. I mean,
2: look, we're not here to like get into debates and stuff. I mean, that's just, that's not who we are. We do it because we love it. It is what it is. Here's what we're documenting. We don't fully understand everything, Mm -hmm. you know, but we're learning as we go as human beings, just like everybody else. And that's just, that's it.
1: Do you guys
0: ever work with mediums? Yeah, we do. Yeah. mm -hmm. Do you have like favorites that you, Oh gosh. On different corners of the. Yeah. My favorite, her name is uh, Michelle Belanger. She's based out of Ohio and I've worked with her for many years. And um, she's a fascinating woman because she calls herself a psychic vampire. Um, interesting. Yeah, very interesting. She I had, see a book series. <laughs> yeah, she's actually she's an author too. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. So, um, but she's fascinating because she, um, she, she just when she was very little, she she would always like get sick and she didn't know why, and she would just like almost like draw people's energy, and th- then she would get better. So that's what she kind of defines as a psychic vampire. She can like draw people's right. energy out of them to feed herself. That and is that's creepy. That's creepy. Yeah, yeah but It'll it's take my energy. <laughs> but she's very, very smart, very educated. And I think sometimes psychics like people don't take them seriously because sometimes they're very over the top or yeah. and people are like, Well, I don't really believe that. But she she's very educated and she comes off that way. And um I have just seen her do amazing work. There was one case we were working on in Indiana years ago. And it's so sad because it was a little girl uh was murdered um by just some guy in the neighborhood. She was like (sighs) ten and what we didn't know. That's always so horrible. Yeah, it was awful. And we were actually there on the hundredth anniversary of it happening. And, you know, we brought Michelle and we we don't tell anything about psychics. You know, when I work with psychics, they come in blind, um, sometimes blindfolded so they don't get, you know, visual cues from the area. And we were still researching this place as we had Michelle come to do a reading on the house. So there was still a lot of information we didn't know. And this is going back hundreds of years. So, you know, archives aren't that great from then. Um, And she comes in. She does a reading on the house. And she picked up on, like, where the guy stored his bloody clothes, um, how he was able to fool people for a little bit, um, just certain things of how he did it. And after she did that, we were able to find a couple articles that, like, listed every single thing that she had told us that nobody had prior knowledge of. That's insane. Um, so she, for me, she has been, I've consistently been blown away from by her.
1: And it's good to have somebody like that who is consistent because you know there are obviously quacks yeah. and yeah. and liars as within any industry there's yeah. always a bad apple. there's always a bad apple and there's probably right. more bad apples than there are good because you know it's not like everyone can be a psychic or everyone could be a medium or everyone could be a paranormal investigator right. you know it's it's not something where i believe in it you know mm-hmm. i i i believe that there's something that we can't explain um i had when i was like 23 uh, it was my birthday i'd never been to a psychic before and my friend took me in new york city She's like, we just literally walked by a place. She's like, let's just go in here.
2: Psychics on every corner. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Seriously. There's <laughs> like psychics a and a hot dog on every <laughs> yeah, corner. Totally. <laughs> It'd be funny if you like ate the hot dog and then you went to the psychic. She's yeah. like, I see, you know, like heart disease in your culture. I just a fucking hot dog. Um, we walk right into this place and, I, you know, I just walk in and sit down. I don't say anything to her. And the first thing she says to me, and this is like before um, I really started getting into stand up. It was like in between. I was like going in, in this... It, phase of just drinking. Uh, I had found improv and then I found alcohol and I was like, oh, this is so much more fun. And then I found stand-up comedy after this. But I walk in and the first thing she says to me is, uh, you're going to make a living making people laugh. Hmm. And I thought that was interesting because yeah. I wasn't laughing when I walked in. My friend wasn't with me. <laughs> I, I, she said that to me and yeah. I just was like, Wow. That's such a, that, that's, cool. t- that's a interesting thing for anyone to say to anybody, right. if you don't know them and it yeah. becomes, it's it's what it is. Right. She could have said, I'm going to make a living curing, you know, childhood obesity right, or something else specific. But so I don't, I don't negate any of it. And I, yeah. I think it's uh, an interesting realm that exists in our world, you know, yeah. just the paranormal realm.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Is there anything that you guys want to say before we get out of here? It's been so interesting. Like, plug whatever the fuck uh, you want we, to we, plug. We, we could
2: keep talking <laughs> about it. Like, yeah, yeah. You can go there if you want to be a part of it. April uh,
1: 2nd. A, for a second, I'll touring. be there we, with We have
2: neck. a ton of yeah. places that we're doing, but your show's sh- coming
1: out March fourth, Friday. lockdown,
2: March fourth, ten p.m. Eastern on. on Destination America.
1: That's so exciting. Mm-hmm. We're really excited. Are yeah. you so excited? We are. We are. I want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't have DVR, but I'll watch it just when it oh, airs.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, you <rock>. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I appreciate it. No, we're very passionate. We really mm-hmm. put our heart, heart and soul to this. Yeah, everything that you see is us. Like, yeah. Where the production company where everything. You
1: guys feel so genuine. Like I I watch Ooh, all yeah. the shows and you know there's some that are I'm sure you know you and I could talk off air about right. certain ones you're like, mm, "Okay." <laughs> just the same thing like you know when you see certain things within your field you're just yeah. like, yeah, "You're you're fucking full shit." But you guys are like the real deal.
2: We're the most real people. Yeah. I, it, it's funny because I'm a I'm I'm a New, I'm new England right. kid. You know this. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I don't fucking bullshit. No. Like it is what it is, you know what right. I mean? And Katrina and I were just we're just doing what we love to yeah. do. Yeah, you're and just if you want to film it, it, that's fine. And if it's for TV, cool. If it's not, we're still, you're still doing it. it. going to do so it. So I don't give a shit. Yeah, like, either right. way, it's cool how it's become this and how it's become this big phenomena. And yes, we're very blessed. And it's mm-hmm. really cool to sit here and talk to people like you and yeah. be like passionately just... Being able to talk about it more, you yeah. know, rather than just being here. Oh, that was a cool experience, and just Katrina and I talking. Now we yeah. can be open and talk to the world about yeah, it. I
0: love it. And what's cool is then then we get to hear y- people like you, your experiences, because when we start talking about, people are like, you know what, this is what happens, exactly. yeah. and it's cool because then we get into these conversations about life and death and about you know our society and how we view things we don't understand. Yep. And it's just, it's also fascinating. And we're
2: always like attracting like those conversations. <laughs> yeah, totally. We don't know why, but it's like everywhere <laughs> yeah. we go, like it could be on the airplane. It could be like in our car ride. We yeah. had uh, a driver take us to our hotel to the first place we went on the first day. And yeah. he's hearing us talk. And we're not even talking paranormal, we're just like chit chatting and
1: like normal talk. Yeah. 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 And
2: he's just like, um, he gets in the conversation. He's like, You know, I had a near death experience. I crashed in the car. And I'm like, which is kind
0: of weird thinking about he, it he's now. Drives, he's, he's driving,
2: driving like, us. You're I, like, circling to a parked. Yeah. He, he's like, but, that's, but then he goes on to continue. Well, that's why I'm always the one that has to drive the car from now on. Because I guess he yeah. was in the car, not driving, and a truck slammed into him. Wow. He went into a coma. He was pronounced dead. Mm-hmm. And he had this outer body experience. Like he you said were talking that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's,
1: it's NDE. And he,
2: yeah, he, yeah. Had, he, he they had always have him with, near that
1: near that experiences. They always have out of body experiences. Yeah.
2: But mm-hmm. he talks about like uh, going to a place where he saw his brother that wasn't even there. He would have had no clue was wearing a red sweater. And when he woke up, he's like, "Why were you wearing that red sweater on this day or whatever?" And he's like, "How the hell would you know that? You've been in a coma for a while now." And he was in a, he was in a, um, a coma for a couple weeks or something. See, that's yeah. what yeah. happened
1: in this book with yeah. that doctor exactly. proof of heaven. that shit I mean people who are skeptical relaying these stories it makes you wonder makes you wonder about like what we can't see just Mm -hmm. because you can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist
2: that's it but I think we're discovering something new as we keep growing and And learning and researching
0: technology that's what it's
1: all about Getting yep. that new technology, that six dick.
0: Ooh, <laughs> six, six dicks <laughs> right will help us find good. That's what, what happens when you've been goes. single for a while. Yeah. Just six dicks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what I put into my Grubhub order. They're like, what? <laughs> this is a smoothie place. What are you talking about, lady? <laughs> where can people find you, Nick?
2: Um, on Twitter. It's, six uh, dick Nick. Yeah, yeah. That's where we go. You know, I was waiting for it. I was waiting for the rhyme of the Nick and the dick. It was coming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at Nick Roth underscore on Twitter and same thing on Instagram and on Facebook Nick Roth uh, dash main page and you mm-hmm. can follow us paranormal lockdown yep. at dust. America,
0: yeah, and, and I'm just, I uh, just, um, there's like two other Katrina Weidmans in the world, really? so yeah, yes. really. so,
1: so just like, you mean, there's no other Katrina Weidman. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> investigate that.
0: But no, if you just go to uh, my website uh, is katrinaweidman dot com. My, my Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are on there. It's just, they're all Katrina Weidman So if you just, <laughs>
1: and if anybody, if any of my listeners have experiences or want to contact you, can they do yeah. that? Yeah, course, yeah. like I, you or whatever, yeah. we can figure yeah, out. Facebook,
2: yeah, Facebook. I'm all, I'm on there constantly. I don't have someone runs that shit yeah. I, I run my own you stuff. do it personally yeah I mean mm-hmm. it's stupid why, why have somebody yeah, run it yeah get in there I, yeah. yeah I mean if you're going to talk to somebody talk to him. if you don't want to answer a question don't answer a question right. so I'm always on there like replying to people I do the same thing people. you have to be out there oh, you have to yeah. communicate
1: to the people that yeah. are interested in talking
2: to you about what you do. I know where I came from. Yeah. I'm always going to keep that raw dude. I'm never going to change. I ain't Hollywood, but I'm here right now talking to you. Start
1: from the bottom now you're here. I'm going
2: back to New England after this. <laughs>
1: yeah, so I think that's what I'm going to do for uh, I do giveaways a lot um, to get people to come out and I like to have, you know, my fans give tickets away to them to be able to come see me live. So, that's what I'm going to do actually. If you send me Um, your ghost stories, your near-death experience stories, anything paranormal that you've experienced, um, talking to people beyond the grave, anything like that. I want to hear these stories. Send them to me at um, sharptonguepodcast at gmail.com. I will share them with my new friends here, and and I'll pick one, a couple of them, and give away tickets for you guys to see me live. I'll give you some merch and all that stuff, and we can do meet and greets in the green room at the shows. So Send me your crazy, ghoulish stories, anything. It doesn't have to be gruesome. It can be a cool experience that you had. Uh, I'm interested in hearing it because I believe in it and maybe we can um, you know Connect on that level. I want to come see you live. Yeah, yeah you so guys come awesome. see live too. I totally, yeah. totally. See it. We'll figure out what our our travel schedule I is. Hang, I
2: want to hang in the green room. <laughs> 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 I always love it. They call it the fucking green room, but it's never green. No, it's always like blue or orange. It's or something. from like
1: the Shakespearean it, the yeah, time Shakespeare. Right? Like they, yeah, they called it the green room back then. I forget. I think it, a room just happened to be green in the yeah. theater, and then it became the green room. Green room Most so of them aren't green. green room. They're <gasps> gray and beautiful oh, yeah. other colors. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for talking to. Interesting and I you're March fourth. March fourth. Is a show it's coming out, Destination America. Tell everybody the name.
2: Paranormal Lockdown, I'm Nick Ruff.
0: Oh damn, <laughs> like a professional! <laughs> you guys are great. Thank uh, you so much. Thank, thank you.
2: Come in, Ray. Edmund, I saw it, I saw it, I saw it. It's right here, Ray. It's looking at me. He's an ugly little spud, isn't he? I think he can hear you, Ray. Don't move. It won't hurt you. Bankman! What happened? Are you okay?
0: He slimed me.
2: That's great! Actual physical contact! Can you
0: move? Ray, Ray, come in, please. I feel so funky. Spengler! I'm with Benkman. Oh! You Mm. got slime!